Second Chronicles chapters 1 through 14 of the Holy Bible, American Standard Version. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 1 And Solomon the son of David was strengthened in his kingdom, and Jehovah his God was with him, and magnified him exceedingly. And Solomon spake unto all Israel, to the captains of thousands, and of hundreds, and to the judges, and to every prince in all Israel, the heads of the fathers' houses. So Solomon and all the assembly with him went to the high place that was at Gibeon, for there was the tent of meeting of God, which Moses, the servant of Jehovah, had made in the wilderness. But the ark of God had David brought up from Kiriath-Jearim to the place that David had prepared for it, for he had pitched a tent for it at Jerusalem. Moreover, the brazen altar that Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, had made, was there before the tabernacle of Jehovah. And Solomon and the assembly sought unto it. And Solomon went up thither to the brazen altar before Jehovah, which was at the tent of meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings upon it. In that night did God appear unto Solomon, and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great loving-kindness unto David my father, and hast made me king in his stead. Now, O Jehovah God, let thy promise unto David my father be established, for thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge, that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this thy people that is so great? And God said to Solomon, Because this was in thy heart, and thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of them that hate thee, neither yet hast asked long life, but hast asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people, over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. So Solomon came from the high place that was at Gibeon, from before the tent of meeting, unto Jerusalem, and he reigned over Israel. And Solomon gathered chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots, and twelve thousand horsemen, that he placed in the chariot cities, and with the king at Jerusalem. And the king made silver and gold to be in Jerusalem as stones, and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that are in the lowland for abundance and the horses which Solomon had were brought out of Egypt. The king's merchants received them in droves, each drove at a price. And they fetched up and brought out of Egypt a chariot for six hundred shekels of silver, 
and a horse for a hundred and fifty. And so for all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Syria did they bring them out by their means. End of chapter 1 Chapter 2 now Solomon proposed to build a house for the name of Jehovah, and a house for his kingdom. And Solomon counted out threescore and ten thousand men to bear burdens, and fourscore thousand men that were hewers in the mountains, and three thousand and six hundred to oversee them. And Solomon sent to Huram the king of Tyre, saying, As thou didst deal with David my father, and didst send him cedars to build him a house to dwell therein, even so deal with me. Behold, I am about to build a house for the name of Jehovah my God, to dedicate it to him, and to burn before him incense of sweet spices, and for the continual showbread, and for the burnt offerings morning and evening, on the Sabbaths, and on the new moons, and on the set feasts of Jehovah our God. This is an ordinance for ever to Israel. And the house which I build is great, for great is our God above all gods. But who is able to build him a house, seeing heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain him? Who am I then that I should build him a house, save only to burn incense before him? Now therefore send me a man skilful to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass, and in iron, and in purple, and crimson, and blue, and that knoweth how to grave all manner of gravings, to be with the skilful men that are with me in Judah, and in Jerusalem, whom David my father did provide. Send me also cedar trees, fir trees, and algum trees out of Lebanon, for I know that thy servants know how to cut timber in Lebanon, and behold my servants shall be with thy servants, even to prepare me timber in abundance. For the house which I am about to build shall be great and wonderful. And behold, I will give to thy servants the hewers that cut timber, twenty thousand measures of beaten wheat, and twenty thousand measures of barley, and twenty thousand baths of wine, and twenty thousand baths of oil. Then Huram the king of Tyre answered in writing, which he sent to Solomon, Because Jehovah loveth his people, he hath made thee king over them. Huram said, moreover, Blessed be Jehovah, the God of Israel, that made heaven and earth, who hath given to David the king a wise son, endued with discretion and understanding, that should build a house for Jehovah, and a house for his kingdom. And now I have sent a skilful man, endued with understanding, of Huram my fathers, the son of a woman of the daughters of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre, skilful to work in gold and in silver, in brass, in iron, in stone, and in timber, in purple, in blue, and in fine linen, and in crimson, also to grave any manner of graving, and to devise any device, that there may be a place appointed unto him 
with thy skilful men, and with the skilful men of my lord David thy father. Now therefore the wheat and the barley, the oil and the wine, which my lord hath spoken of, let him send unto his servants, and we will cut wood out of Lebanon, as much as thou shalt need, and we will bring it to thee in floats by sea to Joppa, and thou shalt carry it up to Jerusalem. And Solomon numbered all the sojourners that were in the land of Israel, after the numbering wherewith David his father had numbered them, and they were found a hundred and fifty thousand, and three thousand and six hundred. And he set threescore and ten thousand of them to bear burdens, and fourscore thousand that were hewers in the mountains, and three thousand and six hundred overseers, to set the people at work. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 Then Solomon began to build the house of Jehovah at Jerusalem, on Mount Moriah, where Jehovah appeared unto David his father, which he made ready in the place that David had appointed, in the threshing-floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And he began to build in the second day of the second month, in the fourth year of his reign. Now these are the foundations which Solomon laid for the building of the house of God. The length by cubits, after the first measure, was threescore cubits, and the breadth twenty cubits, and the porch that was before the house, the length of it, according to the breadth of the house, was twenty cubits, and the height a hundred and twenty. And he overlaid it within with pure gold, and the greater house he sealed with firwood, which he overlaid with fine gold, and wrought thereon palm trees and chains. And he garnished the house with precious stones for beauty, and the gold was gold of parvayim. He overlaid also the house, the beams, the thresholds, and the walls thereof, and the doors thereof, with gold, and graved cherubim on the walls. And he made the most holy house. The length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, was twenty cubits, and the breadth thereof twenty cubits. And he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to six hundred talents and the weight of the nails was fifty shekels of gold, and he overlaid the upper chambers with gold. And in the most holy house he made two cherubim of image work, and they overlaid them with gold. And the wings of the cherubim were twenty cubits long, the wing of the one cherub was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was likewise five cubits, reaching to the wing of the other cherub. And the wing of the other cherub was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house. And the other wing was five cubits also, joining to the wing of the other cherub. The wings of these cherubim spread themselves forth twenty cubits, and they stood on their feet, and their faces were toward the house. And he made the veil of blue and purple and crimson and fine linen and wrought cherubim thereon. 
Also he made before the house two pillars of thirty and five cubits high, and the capital that was on the top of each of them was five cubits. And he made chains in the oracle, and put them on the tops of the pillars. And he made a hundred pomegranates, and put them on the chains. And he set up the pillars before the temple, one on the right hand, and the other on the left, and called the name of that on the right hand Jachin, and the name of that on the left Boaz. End of chapter 3 Chapter 4 Moreover he made an altar of brass, twenty cubits the length thereof, and twenty cubits the breadth thereof, and ten cubits the height thereof. Also he made the molten sea of ten cubits from brim to brim, round in compass. And the height thereof was five cubits, and a length of thirty cubits compassed it round about. And under it was the likeness of oxen, which did compass it round about, for ten cubits compassing the sea round about. The oxen were in two rows, cast when it was cast. It stood upon twelve oxen, three looking toward the north, and three looking toward the west, and three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east. And the sea was set upon them above, and all their hinder parts were inward, and it was a hand-breadth thick, and the brim thereof was wrought like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It received and held three thousand baths. He made also ten lavers, and put five on the right hand and five on the left, to wash in them, such things as belonged to the burnt offering they washed in them, but the sea was for the priests to wash in. And he made the ten candlesticks of gold according to the ordinance concerning them, and he set them in the temple, five on the right hand and five on the left. He made also ten tables, and placed them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left. And he made a hundred basins of gold. Furthermore he made the court of the priests, and the great court, and doors for the court, and overlaid the doors of them with brass. And he set the sea on the right side of the house eastward toward the south, and Huram made the pots and the shovels and the basins. So Huram made an end of doing the work that he wrought for King Solomon in the house of God. The two pillars and the bowls and the two capitals, which were on the top of the pillars, and the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars, and the four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were upon the pillars. He made also the bases, and the lavers made he upon the bases, one sea and the twelve oxen under it, the pots also, and the shovels, and the flesh-hooks, and all the vessels thereof, did Huram his father make for King Solomon for the house of Jehovah of bright brass. 
In the plain of the Jordan did the king cast them, in the clay ground between Sukkoth and Zerida. Thus Solomon made all these vessels in great abundance, for the weight of the brass could not be found out. And Solomon made all the vessels that were in the house of God, the golden altar also, and the tables whereon was the showbread, and the candlesticks with their lamps, to burn according to the ordinance before the oracle of pure gold, and the flowers, and the lamps, and the tongs of gold, and that perfect gold, and the snuffers, and the basins, and the spoons, and the firepans of pure gold, and as for the entry of the house, the inner doors thereof for the most holy place, and the doors of the house, to wit, of the temple, were of gold. End of chapter 4 Chapter 5 Thus all the work that Solomon wrought for the house of Jehovah was finished. And Solomon brought in the things that David his father had dedicated, even the silver and the gold and all the vessels, and put them in the treasuries of the house of God. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel, and all the heads of the tribes, the princes of the fathers' houses of the children of Israel, unto Jerusalem, to bring up the ark of the covenant of Jehovah out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto the king at the feast, which was in the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the ark. And they brought up the ark, and the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent. These did the priests, the Levites, bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him were before the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be counted nor numbered for multitude. And the priests brought in the ark of the covenant of Jehovah unto its place, into the oracle of the house, to the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread forth their wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubim covered the ark and the staves thereof above. And the staves were so long that the ends of the staves were seen from the ark before the oracle, but they were not seen without, and there it is unto this day. There was nothing in the ark save the two tables which Moses put there at Horeb, when Jehovah made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. And it came to pass, when the priests were come out of the holy place, for all the priests that were present had sanctified themselves, and did not keep their courses, also the Levites, who were the singers, all of them, even Asaph, Heman, Jeduthun, and their sons and their brethren, arrayed in fine linen with cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. It came to pass, 
when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking Jehovah, and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised Jehovah, saying, For he is good, for his loving kindness endureth for ever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of Jehovah, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of Jehovah filled the house of God. End of chapter 5 Chapter 6 Then spake Solomon, Jehovah hath said that he would dwell in the thick darkness, but I have built thee a house of habitation, and a place for thee to dwell in for ever. And the king turned his face, and blessed all the assembly of Israel, and all the assembly of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed be Jehovah the God of Israel, who spake with his mouth unto David my father, and hath with his hands fulfilled it, saying, Since the day that I brought forth my people out of the land of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel to build a house in, that my name might be there. Neither chose I any man to be prince over my people Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem, that my name might be there, and have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David my father to build a house for the name of Jehovah, the God of Israel. But Jehovah said unto David my father, Whereas it was in thy heart to build a house for my name, thou didst well that it was in thy heart. Nevertheless thou shalt not build the house, but thy son that shall come forth out of thy loins, he shall build the house for my name. And Jehovah hath performed his word that he spake, for I am risen up in the room of David my father, and sit on the throne of Israel, as Jehovah promised, and have built the house for the name of Jehovah the God of Israel. And there have I set the ark, wherein is the covenant of Jehovah which he made with the children of Israel. And he stood before the altar of Jehovah in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, and spread forth his hands. For Solomon had made a brazen scaffold, five cubits long and five cubits broad, and three cubits high, and had set it in the midst of the court. And upon it he stood, and kneeled down upon his knees before all the assembly of Israel, and spread forth his hands toward heaven. And he said, O Jehovah the God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven or on earth, who keepest covenant and loving-kindness with thy servants, that walk before thee with all their heart. Who hast kept with thy servant David my father that which thou didst promise him? Yea, thou spakest with thy mouth, and hast fulfilled it with thy hand, as it is this day. Now therefore, O Jehovah, the God of Israel, 
keep with thy servant david my father that which thou hast promised him saying there shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit on the throne of israel if only thy children take heed to their way to walk in my law as thou hast walked before me now therefore o jehovah the god of israel let thy word be verified which thou spakest unto thy servant david but will god in very deed dwell with men on the earth behold heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee how much less this house which i have builded yet have thou respect unto the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication o jehovah my god to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee that thine eyes may be open toward this house day and night even toward the place whereof thou hast said that thou wouldest put thy name there to hearken unto the prayer which thy servant shall pray toward this place and hearken thou to the supplications of thy servant and of thy people israel when they shall pray toward this place yea hear thou from thy dwelling place even from heaven and when thou hearest forgive if a man sin against his neighbor and an oath be laid upon him to cause him to swear and he come and swear before thine altar in this house then hear thou from heaven and do and judge thy servants requiting the wicked to bring his way upon his own head and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness and if thy people israel be smitten down before the enemy because they have sinned against thee and shall turn again and confess thy name and pray and make supplication before thee in this house then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy people israel and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest to them and to their fathers when the heavens are shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin when thou dost afflict them then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people israel when thou teachest them the good way wherein they should walk and send rain upon thy land which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance if there be in the land famine if there be pestilence if there be blasting or mildew locust or caterpillar if their enemies besiege them in the land of their cities whatsoever plague or whatsoever sickness there be what prayer and supplication soever be made by any man or by all thy people israel who shall know every man his own plague and his own sorrow and shall spread forth his hands toward this house then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and render unto every man according to all his ways 
whose heart thou knowest for thou even thou only knowest the hearts of the children of men that they may fear thee to walk in thy ways so long as they live in the land which thou gavest unto our fathers moreover concerning the foreigner that is not of thy people israel when he shall come from a far country for thy great name's sake and thy mighty hand and thine outstretched arm when they shall come and pray toward this house then hear thou from heaven even from thy dwelling-place and do according to all that the foreigner calleth to thee for that all the peoples of the earth may know thy name and fear thee as doth thy people israel and that they may know that this house which i have built is called by thy name if thy people go out to battle against their enemies by whatsoever way thou shalt send them and they pray unto thee toward this city which thou hast chosen and the house which i have built for thy name then hear thou from heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause if they sin against thee for there is no man that sinneth not and thou be angry with them and deliver them to the enemy so that they carry them away captive unto a land far off or near yet if they shall bethink themselves in the land whither they are carried captive and turn again and make supplication unto thee in the land of their captivity saying we have sinned we have done perversely and have dealt wickedly if they return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their captivity whither they have carried them captive and pray toward their land which thou gavest unto their fathers and the city which thou hast chosen and toward the house which i have built for thy name then hear thou from heaven even from thy dwelling-place their prayer and their supplications and maintain their cause and forgive thy people who have sinned against thee now o my god let i beseech thee thine eyes be open and let thine ears be attent unto the prayer that is made in this place now therefore arise o jehovah god into thy resting-place thou and the ark of thy strength let thy priests o jehovah god be clothed with salvation and let thy saints rejoice in goodness o jehovah god turn not away the face of thine anointed remember thy loving-kindnesses to david thy servant End of chapter six chapter seven now when solomon had made an end of praying the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of jehovah filled the house and the priests could not enter into the house of jehovah because the glory of jehovah filled jehovah's house and all the children of israel looked on when the fire came down 
and the glory of Jehovah was upon the house. And they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement, and worshipped, and gave thanks unto Jehovah, saying, For he is good, for his loving kindness endureth for ever. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifice before Jehovah, and King Solomon offered a sacrifice of twenty and two thousand oxen, and a hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated the house of God. And the priests stood according to their offices. The Levites also, with instruments of music of Jehovah, which David the king had made to give thanks unto Jehovah, for his loving-kindness endureth for ever, when David praised by their ministry. And the priests sounded trumpets before them, and all Israel stood. Moreover Solomon hallowed the middle of the court that was before the house of Jehovah, for there he offered the burnt offerings, and the fat of the peace offerings, because the brazen altar which Solomon had made was not able to receive the burnt offering, and the meal offering, and the fat. So Solomon held the feast at that time seven days, and all Israel with him, a very great assembly, from the entrance of Hamath unto the brook of Egypt. And on the eighth day they held a solemn assembly, for they kept the dedication of the altar seven days, and the feast seven days. And on the three and twentieth day of the seventh month he sent the people away unto their tents, joyful and glad of heart for the goodness that Jehovah had showed unto David, and to Solomon, and to Israel his people. Thus Solomon finished the house of Jehovah, and the king's house, and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of Jehovah, and in his own house, he prosperously effected. And Jehovah appeared to Solomon by night, and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer, and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up the heavens, so that there is no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and hallowed this house, that my name may be there for ever, and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and wilt keep my statutes and mine ordinances, then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom, according as I covenanted with David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel. 
but if ye turn away, and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name will I cast out of my sight, and I will make it a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And this house, which is so high, every one that passeth by it shall be astonished, and shall say, Why hath Jehovah done thus unto this land, and to this house? And they shall answer, Because they forsook Jehovah the God of their fathers, who brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore hath he brought all this evil upon them. End of chapter 7 Chapter 8 And it came to pass at the end of twenty years, wherein Solomon had built the house of Jehovah and his own house, that the cities which Huram had given to Solomon, Solomon built them, and caused the children of Israel to dwell there. And Solomon went to Hamath Zobah, and prevailed against it. And he built Tadmor in the wilderness, and all the store cities which he built in Hamath. Also he built Beth-horon the upper, and Beth-horon the nether, fortified cities, with walls, gates, and bars, and Baalath, and all the store cities that Solomon had, and all the cities for his chariots, and the cities for his horsemen, and all that Solomon desired to build for his pleasure in Jerusalem, and in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. As for all the people that were left of the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites that were not of Israel, of their children that were left after them in the land, whom the children of Israel consumed not, of them did Solomon raise a levy of bond-servants unto this day. But of the children of Israel did Solomon make no servants for his work, but they were men of war, and chief of his captains, and rulers of his chariots, and of his horsemen. And these were the chief officers of King Solomon, even two hundred and fifty that bear rule over the people. And Solomon brought up the daughter of Pharaoh out of the city of David unto the house that he had built for her. For he said, My wife shall not dwell in the house of David king of Israel, because the places are holy, whereunto the ark of Jehovah hath come. Then Solomon offered burnt offerings unto Jehovah on the altar of Jehovah, which he had built before the porch, even as the duty of every day required, offering according to the commandment of Moses, on the Sabbaths, and on the new moons, and on the set feasts, three times in the year, even in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and in the Feast of Weeks, and in the Feast of Tabernacles. And he appointed, according to the ordinance of David his father, the courses of the priests to their service. 
and the Levites to their offices, to praise and to minister before the priests, as the duty of every day required, the doorkeepers also by their courses at every gate, for so had David the man of God commanded. And they departed not from the commandment of the king unto the priests and Levites concerning any matter, or concerning the treasures. Now all the work of Solomon was prepared unto the day of the foundation of the house of Jehovah, and until it was finished. So the house of Jehovah was completed. Then went Solomon to Ezion-Geber, and to Eloth, on the seashore in the land of Edom, and Huram sent him by the hands of his servants' ships, and servants that had knowledge of the sea. And they came with the servants of Solomon to Ophir, and fetched from thence four hundred and fifty talents of gold, and brought them to King Solomon. End of chapter 8 Chapter 9 And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to prove Solomon with hard questions at Jerusalem, with a very great train, and camels that bear spices, and gold in abundance, and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions, and there was not anything hid from Solomon which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon, and the house that he had built, and the food of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers and their apparel, his cup-bearers also, and their apparel, and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of Jehovah, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thine acts, and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not their words, until I came, and mine eyes had seen it. And, behold, the half of the greatness of thy wisdom was not told me. Thou exceedest the fame that I heard. Happy are thy men, and happy are these thy servants that stand continually before thee, and hear thy wisdom. Blessed be Jehovah thy God, who delighted in thee, to set thee on his throne, to be king for Jehovah thy God because thy God loved Israel to establish them for ever. Therefore made he thee king over them to do justice and righteousness. And she gave the king a hundred and twenty talents of gold, and spices in great abundance, and precious stones. Neither was there any such spice as the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon and the servants also of Huram, and the servants of Solomon, that brought gold from Ophir, brought algum trees and precious stones. And the king made of the algum trees terraces for the house of Jehovah, and for the king's house, and harps and psalteries for the singers. And there were none such seen before in the land of Judah. 
And King Solomon gave to the Queen of Sheba all her desire whatsoever she asked, besides that which she had brought unto the king. So she turned and went to her own land, she and her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred and threescore and six talents of gold, besides that which the traders and merchants brought. And all the kings of Arabia and the governors of the country brought gold and silver to Solomon. And King Solomon made two hundred bucklers of beaten gold. Six hundred shekels of beaten gold went to one buckler. And he made three hundred shields of beaten gold. Three hundred shekels of gold went to one shield. And the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory, and overlaid it with pure gold. And there were six steps to the throne, with a footstool of gold, which were fastened to the throne, and stays on either side by the place of the seat, and two lions standing beside the stays. And twelve lions stood there on the one side, and on the other upon the six steps. There was not the like made in any kingdom. And all King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. Silver was nothing accounted of in the days of Solomon. For the king had ships that went to Tarshish, with the servants of Huram, once every three years came the ships of Tarshish, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom, and all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his tribute, vessels of silver and vessels of gold, and raiment, armor and spices, horses and mules, a rate year by year. And Solomon had four thousand stalls for horses and chariots, and twelve thousand horsemen that he bestowed in the chariot cities, and with the king at Jerusalem. And he ruled over all the kings, from the river even unto the land of the Philistines, and to the border of Egypt. And the king made silver to be in Jerusalem as stones, and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that are in the lowland for abundance. And they brought horses for Solomon out of Egypt, and out of all lands. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the history of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite, and in the visions of Iddo the seer concerning Jeroboam the son of Nebat? And Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. And Solomon slept with his fathers, and he was buried in the city of David his father. And Rehoboam his son reigned in his stead.
End of Chapter 9 Chapter 10 And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel were come to Shechem to make him king. And it came to pass, when Jeroboam the son of Nebat heard of it, for he was in Egypt, whither he had fled from the presence of King Solomon, that Jeroboam returned out of Egypt. And they sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all Israel came, and they spake to Rehoboam, saying, Thy father made our yoke grievous. Now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father, and his heavy yoke which he put upon us lighter, and we will serve thee. And he said unto them, Come again unto me after three days. And the people departed. And King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men that had stood before Solomon his father, while he yet lived, saying, What counsel give ye me to return answer to this people? And they spake unto him, saying, If thou be kind to this people, and please them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants for ever. But he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and took counsel with the young men that were grown up with him, that stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye, that we may return answer to this people, who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke that thy father did put upon us lighter? And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou say unto the people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. And now, whereas my father did laid you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king bade, saying, Come to me again the third day. And the king answered them roughly, and King Rehoboam forsook the counsel of the old men, and spake to them after the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add thereto. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So the king hearkened not unto the people, for it was brought about of God that Jehovah might establish his word, which he spake by Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. And when all Israel saw that the king hearkened not unto them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? Neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to your tents, O Israel, now see to thine own house, David. So all Israel departed unto their tents. But as for the children of Israel that dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then king Rehoboam sent Hadoram, 
who was over the men subject to task work, and the children of Israel stoned him to death with stones, and King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against the house of David unto this day. End of chapter 10 Chapter 11 And when Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, he assembled the house of Judah and Benjamin, a hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men that were warriors, to fight against Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam. But the word of Jehovah came to Shemaiah the man of God, saying, Speak unto Rehoboam the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all Israel in Judah and Benjamin, saying, Thus saith Jehovah, Ye shall not go up nor fight against your brethren. Return every man to his house, for this thing is of me. So they hearkened unto the words of Jehovah, and returned from going against Jeroboam. And Rehoboam dwelt in Jerusalem, and built cities for defense in Judah. He built Bethlehem, and Etam, and Tekoa, and Bethzer, and Soko, and Adullam, and Gath, and Merishah, and Ziph, and Adoraim, and Lachish, and Azekah, and Zorah, and Aijalon, and Hebron, which are in Judah and in Benjamin fortified cities. And he fortified the strongholds, and put captains in them, and stores of victuals and oil, and wine. And in every city he put shields and spears, and made them exceeding strong. And Judah and Benjamin belonged to him. And the priests and the Levites that were in all Israel resorted to him out of all their border. For the Levites left their suburbs and their possession, and came to Judah and Jerusalem. For Jeroboam and his sons cast them off, that they should not execute the priest's office unto Jehovah. And he appointed them priests for the high places, and for the he-goats, and for the calves which he had made. And after them out of all the tribes of Israel, such as set their hearts to seek Jehovah, the God of Israel, came to Jerusalem to sacrifice unto Jehovah, the God of their fathers. So they strengthened the kingdom of Judah, and made Rehoboam the son of Solomon strong three years, for they walked three years in the way of David and Solomon. And Rehoboam took him a wife, Mahalath, the daughter of Jeremoth, the son of David, and of Abihail, the daughter of Eliab, the son of Jesse. And she bare him sons, Jeush, and Shemariah, and Zaham. And after her he took Maacah, the daughter of Absalom, and she bare him Abijah, and Atai, and Ziza, and Shelomith. And Rehoboam loved Maacah, the daughter of Absalom, above all his wives and his concubines. For he took eighteen wives and threescore concubines, 
and begat twenty and eight sons and threescore daughters. And Rehoboam appointed Abijah the son of Maacah to be chief, even the prince among his brethren, for he was minded to make him king, and he dealt wisely, and dispersed of all his sons throughout all the lands of Judah and Benjamin, unto every fortified city. And he gave them victuals in abundance, and he sought for them many wives. End of chapter 11 Chapter 12 And it came to pass, when the kingdom of Rehoboam was established, and he was strong, that he forsook the law of Jehovah, and all Israel with him. And it came to pass in the fifth year of king Rehoboam, that Shishak king of Egypt came up against Jerusalem, because they had trespassed against Jehovah, with twelve hundred chariots and threescore thousand horsemen. And the people were without number that came with him out of Egypt, the Lubim, the Sukhim, and the Ethiopians. And he took the fortified cities which pertained to Judah, and came unto Jerusalem. Now Shemaiah the prophet came to Rehoboam, and to the princes of Judah, that were gathered together to Jerusalem, because of Shishak, and said unto them, Thus saith Jehovah, Ye have forsaken me, therefore have I also left you in the hand of Shishak. Then the princes of Israel and the king humbled themselves, and they said, Jehovah is righteous. And when Jehovah saw that they humbled themselves, the word of Jehovah came to Shemaiah, saying, They have humbled themselves, I will not destroy them, but I will grant them some deliverance, and my wrath shall not be poured out upon Jerusalem by the hand of Shishak. Nevertheless they shall be his servants, that they may know my service, and the service of the kingdoms of the countries. So Shishak king of Egypt came up against Jerusalem, and took away the treasures of the house of Jehovah, and the treasures of the king's house. He took all away. He took away also the shields of gold which Solomon had made. And king Rehoboam made in their stead shields of brass, and committed them to the hands of the captains of the guard that kept the door of the king's house. And it was so that as oft as the king entered into the house of Jehovah, the guard came and bare them, and brought them back into the guard chamber. And when he humbled himself, the wrath of Jehovah turned from him, so as not to destroy him altogether, and moreover in Judah there were good things found. So King Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem, and reigned. For Rehoboam was forty and one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which Jehovah had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Naamah the Ammonitess. 
and he did that which was evil, because he set not his heart to seek Jehovah. Now the acts of Rehoboam, first and last, are they not written in the histories of Shemaiah the prophet, and of Iddo the seer, after the manner of genealogies? And there were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually, and Rehoboam slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David, and Abijah his son reigned in his stead. End of chapter 12 Chapter 13 In the eighteenth year of King Jeroboam began Abijah to reign over Judah. Three years reigned he in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Micaiah, the daughter of Uriel of Gibeah. And there was war between Abijah and Jeroboam, and Abijah joined battle with an army of valiant men of war, even four hundred thousand chosen men. And Jeroboam set the battle in array against him with eight hundred thousand chosen men, who were mighty men of valor. And Abijah stood up upon Mount Zemarim, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, and said, Hear me, O Jeroboam, and all Israel. Ought ye not to know that Jehovah the God of Israel gave the kingdom over Israel to David for ever, even to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt? Yet Jeroboam the son of Nebat, the servant of Solomon, the son of David, rose up and rebelled against his Lord. And there were gathered unto him worthless men, base fellows, that strengthened themselves against Rehoboam the son of Solomon, when Rehoboam was young and tender-hearted, and could not withstand them. And now ye think to withstand the kingdom of Jehovah in the hand of the sons of David, and ye are a great multitude, and there are with you the golden calves which Jeroboam made you for gods. Have ye not driven out the priests of Jehovah, the sons of Aaron and the Levites, and made you priests after the manner of the peoples of other lands? So that whosoever cometh to consecrate himself with a young bullock and seven rams, the same may be a priest of them that are no gods. But as for us, Jehovah is our God, and we have not forsaken him, and we have priests ministering unto Jehovah, the sons of Aaron, and the Levites in their work. And they burn unto Jehovah every morning and every evening burnt offerings and sweet incense. The showbread also set they in order upon the pure table, and the candlestick of gold with the lamps thereof, to burn every evening. For we keep the charge of Jehovah our God, but ye have forsaken him. And behold, God is with us at our head, and his priests with the trumpets of alarm, to sound an alarm against you. O children of Israel, fight ye not against Jehovah the God of your fathers, for ye shall not prosper. 
but Jeroboam caused an ambushment to come about behind them. So they were before Judah, and the ambushment was behind them. And when Judah looked back, behold, the battle was before and behind them, and they cried unto Jehovah, and the priests sounded with the trumpets. Then the men of Judah gave a shout, and as the men of Judah shouted, it came to pass that God smote Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. And the children of Israel fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hand. And Abijah and his people slew them with a great slaughter. So there fell down slain of Israel five hundred thousand chosen men. Thus the children of Israel were brought under at that time, and the children of Judah prevailed, because they relied upon Jehovah, the God of their fathers. And Abijah pursued after Jeroboam, and took cities from him, Bethel with the towns thereof, and Jeshana with the towns thereof, and Ephron with the towns thereof. Neither did Jeroboam recover strength again in the days of Abijah. And Jehovah smote him, and he died. But Abijah waxed mighty, and took unto himself fourteen wives, and begat twenty and two sons and sixteen daughters. And the rest of the acts of Abijah, and his ways, and his sayings, are written in the commentary of the prophet Iddo. End of chapter 13 Chapter 14 So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David, and Asa his son reigned in his stead. In his days the land was quiet ten years, and Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of Jehovah his God. For he took away the foreign altars and the high places, and brake down the pillars, and hewed down the asherim, and commanded Judah to seek Jehovah the God of their fathers, and to do the law and the commandment. Also he took away out of all the cities of Judah the high places and the sun images, and the kingdom was quiet before him. And he built fortified cities in Judah, for the land was quiet, and he had no war in those years, because Jehovah had given him rest. For he said unto Judah, Let us build these cities, and make about them walls, and towers, gates, and bars. The land is yet before us, because we have sought Jehovah our God. We have sought him, and he hath given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. And Asa had an army that bare bucklers and spears out of Judah three hundred thousand, and out of Benjamin that bare shields and drew bows two hundred and fourscore thousand. All these were mighty men of valor. And there came out against them Zerah the Ethiopian with an army of a thousand thousand and three hundred chariots. And he came unto Marisha, 
Then Asa went out to meet him, and they set the battle in array in the valley of Zephatha at Marisha. And Asa cried unto Jehovah his God, and said, Jehovah, there is none besides thee to help between the mighty and him that hath no strength. Help us, O Jehovah our God, for we rely on thee, and in thy name are we come against this multitude. O Jehovah, thou art our God, let not man prevail against thee. So Jehovah smote the Ethiopians before Asa, and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. And Asa and the people that were with him pursued them unto Gerar, and there fell of the Ethiopians so many that they could not recover themselves, for they were destroyed before Jehovah and before his host. And they carried away very much booty, and they smote all the cities round about Gerar for the fear of Jehovah came upon them, and they despoiled all the cities, for there was much spoil in them. They smote also the tents of cattle, and carried away sheep in abundance, and camels, and returned to Jerusalem. End of chapter 14